Hello there, welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries. I'm John, and today I'm going to talk a little bit about the field guide to Hot Springs Island. So before we start, a little bit of a disclaimer. This is not a review of either of the Hot Springs Islands books. However, it's a book that I'm thinking of using for a mini convention I'm going to, as you'll know if you've listened to previous episodes, and also potentially as a second bi-weekly campaign at some nebulous point in the future. So I wanted to talk about one of the things that attracted me specifically to this set of books. If you're interested in checking them out yourself, you can go to shop.swordfishislands.com forward slash books. And the two books in question are A Field Guide to Hot Springs Island and The Dark of Hot Springs Island. You get a PDF with them as well. However, I will point out these books are not cheap. The Field Guide, which is sort of a, an in-game prop that we're going to be talking about specifically in this episode, is at the time of recording $40 US. And The Dark of Hot Springs Island, which is like the GM but with all the secrets and everything in it, is $60 US at the time of recording so it's not cheap however the production values are absolutely amazing on it and it really captured my imagination when i splurged out and purchased it so if you've got the readies i really do recommend it and like i said this isn't a review but i do recommend it it's a great book and one i've been dying to run for absolutely ages so why am I talking specifically about the field guide to Hot Springs Island? And what is the field guide before we get into it? Well, the field guide is sort of a, an in-character prop that can be handed out to the players. And it's part sort of notebook, part journal, part player map, all wrapped up into a very nice, professionally produced, neat little package. Now, the central conceit of the hot springs island sort of campaign book is that there's this island that you have been sent to on behalf of a mercantile company to attempt to plumb their riches and gain resources on this island running into various strange creatures factions and groups with their own interests and their own sort of ongoing stories while you're on the island and it's implied that there have been previous explorers and expeditions to the island and the field guide is basically the journal of one of these previous expeditions the introduction is signed zilby bent grass and it says, fewer than a hundred of the adventurers recruited to explore Hot Springs Island have made it back to us in one piece. However, every man and woman savvy enough to stay alive has returned with bags of treasure and a whole bar's worth of stories. They spoke of steaming jungles filled with magical plants, lost ruins, ravenous creatures and vengeful feuding factions. We compiled their first-hand accounts, polished them off with a bit of wild assumption and wrote it all down in this book. A field guide to Hot Springs Island for people like you. So, obviously you're being sent there in the hope that you know, you'll come back with fantabulous riches and more information for this like merchantile company. So why do I think this is such a great thing? Well, normally I'm not really a fan of having like loads of homework that the player characters have to do during a session. But the way this book is organised, effectively each double page spread is about one aspect of the island, whether that be the Chachuga Pepper, the Cave Lily all the way up to giant rats, poisoned dart frogs, 
and the specific areas like White Watch Springs. They have some lovely sketchy sort of black and white art which works really well for the idea of it being a sort of journal and compiled from second-hand accounts but i like the fact they established very early on in the introduction that these are somewhat potentially unreliable accounts so the players can't rely a hundred percent on what's in here but they've at least got something to be going on it also solves a perennial problem or i suppose not a problem but a question i often see asked when people are talking about DD when people are saying oh well, what do i do if my uh, my players have like read the monster manual like back and forth it's very difficult to know like how much you know in character well most of the monsters of hot springs island which are obviously covered from the gems perspective in the dark of hot springs island have their own little like unique flavor or twist on them however you can hand the player characters this field guide and say anything in here you know or you suspect and then they can find their own way so if you want to know like oh what what's going on with them um, the viderac swarmer these grapefruit sized desert scarab like beetles you can quickly flip to this page and you've got a little thing where it says their size their diet uh, their society habitat where they tend to live how they sort of work in combat if there are any useful biological parts on them and any odd unverified rumors that might have been heard and you get a bit of a quote thrown in as well which says first you see just one then you see five then you don't see the bard no more and i love this because and hence me doing the, the sort of faux pirate voice there because it really does remind me of those sort of like piratical and bardic tales effectively you're reading someone else's blown up and exaggerated account of their adventures on hot springs island that serve as a springboard no pun intended for your own adventures on the island and like i say it's not a book you have to digest all in one so it's not like it's a lot of homework but there's a nice index at the start and a contents page so if you want to find something you can very easily flip to it and because all of the sections are have like nice big titles on and very distinctive images and they tend to be sort of like two page spreads in the main it's not difficult to flick through the various sections and find what you're looking for but there's no real game information in terms of the actual like systems in here it's effectively all just flavor text and one of the ideas that they sort of proffer in the this sort of set of books is that players should make their own written observations and stuff like that in this like a journal so sort of filling it up as they go along and you know adding their own notes to it now to be honest i love that as an idea and there's even a, a sort of map of the island at the start where they partially filled in key to various areas next to it that you would be able to write your own notes in however this bad boy does cost like 40 dollars, so i'm not really sure i'd be up for handing over my nice spanking looking copy to the player characters for them to scribble on however you do get the pdf with it so i could see myself like printing out and binding up a copy which would also allow me to like you know tear it up a bit make it look a little bit more lived in so to speak i could also smudge some of the writing omit some of the pages like they've been torn out or stuff like that you know really go to town and make it sort of like an in-game artifact which i think would add a tremendous amount of flavor and interest to your game 
Obviously, this is a bit more difficult to do in like a VTT, which is how I tend to primarily run my games nowadays. But, you know, I could scan the pages and have sort of selected ones of them available on notes. Maybe like not even have the player characters start with this. Maybe they find like a partial version of it and they're trying to find the missing pages of the book. The, the possibilities of this prop, and I love props anyway, are virtually limitless and it really does add an awful lot to a game and i love the idea of so i'm not generally a big fan of flavor text in sort of rule books i'm like d d don't be filling up my, my rule books with like your sort of uh your sort of stories and your in-game fiction I, I want the rules i want the background i want the stuff that's going to help me running the game not the fiction however having it separated out like this in a way that makes sense within the framework of the adventure and as a separate little thing to the gm book the dark of hot springs island i think is a really clever idea to be honest i just wish they did like a budget sort of like hard copy of it rather than don't get me wrong this is beautiful and it has a wicked warhammer-esque looking chaos skull on the front cover which according to this I'm guessing was illustrated by Gabriel Hernandez, since they're the only person listed as an illustrator. But it is it is forty dollars, which isn't cheap. I don't regret buying it, but by the same token, for something that's going to be written in, I'd love that to be like a stingy gamer version that you know I could just buy like half a dozen of on the cheap and like dole out to players. But as I've said, I can print out my own. But I really love this idea of having a handout that can be given to the player characters and it's one of the things that sort of grabbed me about the setting i ended up ordering both books together because i love the idea of a sort of island crawl you know in the style of the isle of dread module the actual um, dark of hot springs isle book is absolutely great obviously i'm not going to go into extensive detail about that because this isn't a review but I really love the whole package and it really did grab my imagination. As I say, I've been dying to run it for ages and I've once again been bitten by the bug where I'm like, well, I only run a game every other Friday. I could slide in another game on alternating Fridays, especially Hot Springs Island. Well, it's an island. I could drop it into my existing campaign world. I wouldn't need to create a new campaign world and I wouldn't really need much planning because... I know that I've got the books here with everything in, and I know there's some very cool online sort of uh, generators and randomizers that help you run this setting, this sort of mini campaign. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I could fit that in. That that wouldn't cause me like GM burnout or anything like that. So I'm steadily as is on my want after so long just running one game every other week. I'm now sort of trying to scratch that weekly gaming itch by potentially and it's not definite yet by potentially bringing in a hot springs island campaign probably using old school essentials if i run it because i love me some old school essentials speaking of which there's a kickstarter going for that at the minute so if you're interested in that check that out on kickstarter but i would love to know if any of you guys out there have actually run hot springs island because i've 
purchased it but not got around to running it yet i've never played in a, a game of it i've heard lots of people who own it but i've never heard of anyone actually really running it in my immediate circles and i'd love to get a bit more feedback and hear some stories of how people run their own little island crawls using hot springs island any tips any tricks anything to avoid so if you do want to call in please do i'd love to hear your thoughts you can get in touch with us a couple of different ways and that is by leaving a voicemail on speakpipe or anchor links in the description down below or you could send us an email to rddrpgpodcast at gmail.com we publish the voicemails in podcast episodes not on youtube at the moment although if you want that to change let us know if there's enough demand we'll do it in the meantime like share subscribe and all that good stuff that youtubers and podcasters ask you to do hope you've enjoyed this little mini episode of me gushing about hot springs island and i'm sure i'll circle around to talking a bit more about it again in the future almost definitely if i do end up actually running it so until we catch you again take care stay safe and whenever you're playing have fun mm -hmm.